sexy and smooth. Yes. This is my whiskey voice. There we go. We'll start on that one. Cool. <laughs> welcome back to the Key in the Lake podcast, the premier whiskey podcast, now with the mention of whiskey in its title. And welcome back to another 12 days of barrel picks with uh, the great and only Cody Road Mississippi River Distilling Company. Uh, this is Jake coming live from Lakeview East, Chicago, Illinois. I am down a co-host or two, but I do have Sam with me from the great Cody Road and or Mississippi River Distilling Company. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming back after a long, long absence. Yeah. I yeah, think it was before, right before the last, or not the last, but the la, 20, the 2020 uh, Indie Spirits or 2019? Yeah. No, that would have been 2020, I think. Yeah. Well, no, there wasn't an Indie Spirits 2020, but there. I'm pretty sure the last time... It was in my old apartment, wasn't it? No, it was... We were at... Beguile. Oh, didn't I thought you and Sean came to my apartment. Yeah, me and Sean. Oh, yeah. So that was... Is that before or after Beguile? That, I think that was my first time. Oh, was on, it? And that was before Beguile. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think. I've lost track of time. I time after t- I know. I wish Beguile didn't get rid of their upstairs space in our recording studio, but... What are they doing with it now? <sighs> they didn't own that space. They just rented that space out. Oh. Yeah, so they don't okay. have it anymore, unfortunately. When I, w- I went there the day they ended the lease, not knowing it, just coincidentally, and I was like, oh, so you got rid of our podcast studio? And this is like, it had been a year since we recorded a podcast up there. Like, <laughs> But still, a little heads up would be yeah, nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. You know? Like, we kind of like, forgot you guys actually recorded up there. I'm like, come on now. It's a staple. Do you know how people came and got beers because we said they'd go to Beguile on the podcast? Oh, yeah, dude. I got like flannel four. pajamas like, like last week, actually, <laughs> because I tried it there. I forgot how high in uh, alcohol the uh, Christmas beer is. Yeah. And I was at a bar um, a few nights ago, let's call it a week ago, and ordered that. And I'm like, great, yeah, great. You know, I want to have this and um, get have a side of a whiskey as well. Of course. But then another bar manager called me. He's like, hey, come by. I'm like, whenever a bar manager calls or texts you, you usually want to go by because something could be good or bad. Totally. It was good. So I was like, you know, I'll hurry up with this beer and get on out of there to go to the next account. Totally forgot it's like 14%, 15%, mm. and had an ounce of whiskey with it in about mm. 20 minutes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Went to the next bar, had like a cocktail and a half, and I'm like, I have to go home now. Yeah. Time yeah. to go home. But uh, Beguile, always out there making great beer. Go drink their beer. I'm actually Get going, out there and drink it. I actually have to go there tomorrow night for a party. So Oh, crazy. I haven't been in a while. Which oh, that's so sad. Funny. But um, yeah, I'm glad you guys could come back on the podcast. Well, thank you it's so much. It's been way too long. It has been way too long. What do we, uh, what do we have in front of us today? So... Well, we have. Well, we'll, we'll just. Well, kind actually, of... let's get back into a little bit about okay. the distillery itself because we haven't talked about you guys for okay. quite a while. Yeah, for sure. And so you're from the great state of Iowa. I I'm actually originally from Moline, so just across the river from the great state of I'm Iowa adjacent. Iowa adjacent. I just drove past so. Leclaire three weeks ago for Thanksgiving. So. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. dude. You gotta let me know next time you're out there. We were planning to, but to we ahead. had the puppy with us. Oh, of course. Little and Lola. she was, and she was, uh, f- we had her for four days at that point. So we weren't going to make any stops if we didn't have to. Oh, totally. Yeah, for sure. We were definitely planning on it. And then like the, um, the person that had her before was like, oh, you can pick her up the weekend before Thanksgiving. We're like, oh, all right. Great. Yeah. We'll Perfect. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Take our dog on a six hour road trip after four days of having yeah, her. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to do that? So that's why we didn't stop this time. Okay. Next Understandable. Time. Yes. Understandable. Well, We'll just do a little quick recap uh, about Mississippi River Distilling Company. So we are from the great state of Iowa in a little river Illinois town. Illinois adjacent. Illinois adjacent. <laughs> yes. Illinois adjacent town of LeClaire, Iowa, um, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. 
and we are an entirely grain to glass distillery so what that means is that we bring in raw grain and that's what we use to make everything mm-hmm. so we're actually going for for what we do we only work with farms within 25 miles of oh, us that close that close and so the corn in our bourbon is literally grown down the street and so we just bring in the raw grain we mill it ourselves our mill feeds right into our mash tank and so you're getting all that fresh you know local grain flavor right from the very beginning and that's really what sets us apart and gives us some really fun flavor and aromatics to play around with wow i didn't realize it was that close yeah man we say for us we're a day's drive away from from melbourne but you know the roads aren't (laughs) as mapped out um they're not yeah in australia as they are in america yeah yeah, they're a little weird. And I think, do they go backwards, or is that just how the toilets flush? They, don't, they actually back? don't no. do that. Okay. That was right the first on. thing I did when I got to Australia. I flushed a toilet to see what would happen. <laughs> Same. Just clockwise. Just, oh, bummer. Nothing too exciting. Right on. Yeah. But I thought it was still awesome, though. It was a good Australia trip. Australia just sounds amazing. They, uh, my cab dropped me off in the wrong place. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Okay. Just in the middle of downtown on an early Sunday morning, hanging out with a giant suitcase. Great. Yeah. Yeah, walk two miles to our distillery. It was, but it was actually the best way to see the city because nobody was out and about, and I could just oh. walk through the city. It was like well, nine. That's a, cool. It was like nine a.m. on a Sunday, so like, oh, this is Melbourne. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> see a lot of Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. on the way to work. No, it's pretty cool. But um, no, back to you guys though, and the focus of this episode from the delicious twelve days of barrel picks, which yes. I still can't believe we're doing again this year. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we get it done in time. If you're listening to this at some point in later December. Because people don't know, actually, just to get back to the 12 days of Christmas. Right. People think the 12 days of Christmas is leading up to Christmas, but it's actually the 12 days after the 25th. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's just become like a marketing ploy to you go lead it up to Christmas. Uh, yeah. I learned But like the actual 12 new. days of Christmas are the day after Christmas. Really? Then 12 days. Yeah. I've... I feel like I've been lied to by large companies, and right. that never happens. Right. I was and like, I, I thought I, I thought I heard like, that as a kid one time. Yeah. And so we were doing this. We had the idea to do it last year. I'm like, I don't think I can get it done. Like, because we're so busy in October and November with with work, or you know, when we're not making millions of dollars from the podcast. Right. To record all those episodes and launch it on the twelfth, the thirteenth, or whatever of December to Christmas. And I looked it up. I'm like, I think it's actually after Christmas. I'm like, I was right. Interesting. Yeah. And you know what? I think that song might make a lot more sense now. It does. When you, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, that. why are you doing all of this work mm-hmm. leading up to Christmas mm-hmm. when it's like, that should just be your kickoff right. for all of this. Right. So we're learning something new wow. every day. Okay. Did I just blow your mind? Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. My mind is definitely blown. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, no, but we, one thing we, like we were talking about before we turned the mics on was that we've really never talked about your single barrel program at all. We've obviously drank a lot of your whiskey talked about the product itself um and had some uh, great conversations but uh, now we get to kind of go into something more experimental yes <laughs> Ooh, i love that transition that was uh, amazing yeah so our single barrel program um has some different options to it so our primary whiskeys that we make are straight bourbon and straight rye whiskey and so what folks have the opportunity to do if you're, you know, a uh, bar manager that might be listening or a liquor store owner that oh, might be listening. There's a few of those. There are. Um, we give you two options. If you would like to 
pick out your own single barrel of Cody Road whiskey. Uh, you can pick bourbon or rye. And then we also let you decide on a high proof bottling or low proof bottling. Uh, some people like to go with the higher proof, get, you know, those more intense flavor profiles, get a little more heat on there. Um, maybe even make it a little more cocktail friendly in some respects. Cause we do bottle like our rye whiskeys bottled at 80 and some people want some a little bit hotter. So you can do a higher low proof bottling and then we give you the wet barrel once it's all been bottled. And then people usually like to give those, uh, like to a brewery to do mm. a collaboration with, or, you know, they end up, you know, in, as like a showpiece or furniture or something like that. Um, you know, as girls out, in the, end out, up in, the, out in the garden, yeah, out in the garden, you know, turn it into a planter. Um, and yeah, that's but ba- that's basically the gist of it. And um, have your single barrel's been around kind of since the beginning. Um, you know, I'm not really sure when our first single barrels came out. Um, that's a really good question, I should find that out, but I know that we've been doing them, you know, just as long as I've been with the company, I've been with them for about four years now. So they've definitely, they were definitely rocking it, uh, well before I came into the picture. Yeah. And so it's, it's a really fun and really cool way to have like your own personal kind of touch on something that you already like. And so if you, you know, I have a lot of accounts that just have like a really loyal customer following Mm -hmm. and they know the person who's buying the spirits there and they kind of trust that person to kind of steer them and new and fun, interesting directions. And so this is, uh, the single barrel program is a really good way to kind of complement that and facilitate that. Yeah. Nice. Are, um, are your single barrels available in all of your markets? Uh, for the most part. Yeah. 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 I mean, or the market available, I guess, to all your markets. Yeah. We'll, we'll make them available, you know, as long as, you know, obviously we're distributed there. Um, and then all the markets that I cover and Illinois, Wisconsin, and Indiana, they're all available there. So Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, because I know we talked about on a previous podcast with you guys about how you, right away, the company expanded into like 26 markets when mm-hmm. we first launched, and it was about cutting it back then, um, yeah. not trying to you know, spread yourself too thin and focus on your backyard. So mm-hmm. I didn't know if it's kind of going all across the United States or kind of focusing on your core account, core markets. Oh, totally. Yeah, and, and that's what we've been doing over the last uh, few years. Now we actually have... A dedicated uh, Iowa salesperson. Shout out to Jack. Sub Jack. And he's he's rocking all of like Western Iowa, and he'll probably move into some other markets as well. And then, I mean, really, when the distillery opened, they it was a really unique situation where the craft movement was just kind of emerging and really starting to blow up. And so uh, they were actually scouted out by a lot of different distributors, saying, "Hey, we need craft. We need craft. We need craft." <laughs> and then so they all of a sudden we're in like 20 something states and then now we're like oh wait well how do we um grow those markets how do we sustain that how do we you know not just spread ourselves too thin so it it made a lot more sense for us to kind of pull back and really focus on our home uh the midwest and so you know they brought me on and now jack's with us and you know sean and ryan are still doing their thing and Mm. you know so now we're we're really trying to make a name for ourselves here and really kind of establish what we you know and what we have in our backyard here beautiful yeah and so which leads us into 
what we might be sipping and talking about here with yes. the experimental cast. Yes. Which we, I think, we, didn't we have like a exclusive phone call? Was I feel like, like Sean called somebody back at the distillery. Probably, he was like, can we talk yeah. about this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, we, um, this, this was brand new. And I remember uh, Sean, when Sean and I came on, we were just getting ready to start this. And so basically what happened, we we hadn't done too much with different barrel finishes. Like people, you know, who listen to this are probably all very familiar with, you know, a lot of whiskeys will want to finish in a sherry cask or they're going to want to finish in some other, like, like a rum cask or something. And so now uh, the first, <laughs> we didn't really go that route with our first uh, uh, barrel finishes. And so we, we wanted to do something a little more uh, outside the box, and so we decided to call this uh, new series Cody Road X, X meaning experimental. And so the first uh, release in that in that line was actually a tequila barrel finish, which I think that we tried. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we tried that, and that was the first tequila barrel finished whiskey I had ever had. I thought it was amazing, and it just turned out so well. And uh, it's, it's so cool what putting you know, your finished whiskey into a different barrel, like what that right. can turn into. Yeah. And it's just a whole other set of colors for you to play with. <laughs> and so for this particular release, this is our Armagnac barrel finish, uh, which turned out really well. Um, I'm, I'm so happy with, with this. And I, this is one that I actually got to try at different stages. Oh, so nice. I got to try it when it was about six months in and it wound up being in for about 18 months. Oh, I so believe. I'm finished then. Yeah. So it's definitely got some more edge on it from the Oak. And then plus it was just like literally the biggest barrel I've ever seen. It was a oh, hundred yeah. gallons. It can be very large. And yeah. so I had never seen anything like that before <laughs> up front. And so it was really funny watching people like trying to get in there to like pour, like get, some samples out yeah. and it was a bit of a process because our, our you know our rack house is it's big but it's <laughs> this is a very large barrel yeah. <laughs> and it and our rack house is like chock full of barrels <laughs> so it uh you know it added a fun journey just to get to try it and so now um i should probably pour some out so is this here. the is the base bourbon or rye it's bourbon okay so what is the standard method for developing your bourbons so our bourbons the mash bill on these are 70% corn, 20% wheat, and 10% barley. Uh, we usually bottle at 90 proof, but if you want to do a high proof, you can go as far as 105. This particular expression is bottled at uh, 90. And so it, it it's a pretty straightforward bourbon. We did want to make kind of like a quintessential Iowa bourbon. So there's a ton of corn <laughs> in it, you know, Shocker. yeah, exactly. And so, um, there's some beans in there. Yeah. You know, why not? Why not? Little, little soy, little soy, soy cask beans, yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, not potatoes people. No, God. no. I, that's amazing how people still, I, I, once a week, someone's like Iowa, that's where potatoes are, right? Like this, You're like, does different it snow eye, there? Dif different eye, bro. Does it like, snow out there in the West coast? <laughs> Well, first of all, yeah, it snows a lot in Iowa, and it snows a lot in Idaho as well. Yeah, yeah, really, like... like do you have any idea what happens around no. you at all? People just get, like, they're like, Iowa, Indiana, it's these I states. There's people like, from Chicago, like, you know, lifers in Chicago, they're like, yeah. Iowa, that's the one next to us, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like 130 miles away. That's, like, when I'm, like, I'm well past Joliet, and I have no idea where I'm at. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> So eighteen, so eighteen months in this finish. 
Was yeah. there a reason for choosing Armagnac barrels, or was it just about whatever you guys could get and trying this whole experimental series? Really, really yeah, it was logistical. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what was available, and that's what sounded uh, coolest to us at the time. And so we've got um, we've got some more things laid down. We, like we've got, we're sitting on a Cabernet barrel. We're sitting. We are doing a sherry. Uh, we've got a Madeira barrel that we just put out in Iowa that I haven't had yet, oh, nice. but I'm I'm pretty stoked to try that. Um, and yeah, now that we've got like a an entryway into this like used or spent barrel pipeline, like we're <laughs> really gonna take advantage of it and see what else we can get out of this system. And you know, you never know what's gonna pop right. up. You know, so I you're mean, just working with a broker then to mm-hmm. see what you guys can find. Yeah, it's like on the nose. There's like a clovey. Like really much more oaky than you get from like a lot of other just like a bourbon in a yeah. cask, but like a cherry kind of like snows on. Yeah, there, as well. there's some fruit in there for sure. No, it's nice. Oh wow! It brings like a much more. Uh, I don't want to say earthy, but um, it it is. I like I totally get that yeah. like farm stock I don't know something like, mm-hmm. like you know just out on a farm like at yeah. you know, at the beginning of the day and the it, dew's still on the ground it has it, some pasture yeah yeah it. yeah you which know. I like I love that a lot yeah so I get that from some a lot of wheat whiskeys uh, mm-hmm. across the world oh yeah totally Is it, and it's I mean it's musky maybe the writer like mm-hmm. more of a right yeah. word correct on it but I, I would say you get from musky. army I got already by itself no I like this though this is really delicious yeah. The um the first couple sips you definitely get that and then after this like kind of warms up a little bit and breathes a little more then you'll get a little more of like the fruit on the back but you definitely get the fruit in the nose right away. Yeah, um, even the it's second just sip. super cool. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's a lot of bouquet like a bouquet of fruits in a way. There's yeah, a lot going on there. I almost like yeah. I don't know why I like, get a marshmallowy taste. I could see that. Yeah. yeah, just toasted. You know, toasted for sure. To- toasted marshmallow in there. Um. The other cool thing about this, too, is that typically when you get, like, a specialty f- barrel finish on something, it's going to kind of drive the price up. But we keep these line with our straight bourbon and straight rye whiskey, so you're not oh, going to wow. pay a premium for it. Um, that's one thing that we definitely want to do across the board um, with everything is we want to be affordable. We're mm-hmm. not trying to, you know make you pay like hundreds of dollars for a bottle we, why not man we, i mean that's to, <laughs> a lot of people are doing that and so we were like well what if we just became like your go-to whiskey and can we how badass can we make your go-to whiskey mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we do is is this so what's the price point usually on these uh at benny's 29.99 that's crazy yeah so literally just keeping the same price as your core products uh-huh wow oh yeah very cool very cool that way so these are across um or is this only at benny's uh, no, there's uh, some other like Hyvees and Woodmans oh, and grocery, uh, you know, Hy-Vee Hy-Vee Chinese. Shout, oh, hey, oh, hey. dude, I used to live on that. that was, so that was in so in Des Moines, where I grew up, only certain Hyvees had the good Chinese food. Oh, really? Yeah, like other ones, were like eh, not so much, but like the Johnston Hyvee. Okay, back in right the on Des Moines area, man. Dude, that was like a once a week thing for us. I feel like, and then plus, like it was right by our high school, mm-hmm. so that was just a no brainer. That you know, if you were like playing sports or something, you went yep. there after practice yep. or before practice or something. And the breakfast, oh, breakfast, dude. Yeah. Yes. Hey, let's not get too, let's not get on that rabbit hole. But I know. Could be on it all day. Mm-hmm. The cupcakes and the Urbandale High V in Des Moines. 
go there. Dude, I'm I'm a Brookie fan, man. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, those Brookies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's cool though that you're So is it only in Illinois or is it in Iowa as well? Uh this particular one only went to Illinois and Did it Casey's? <laughs> <laughs> really? No. no. That would be so fun. I would I wonder what that pitch meeting would look like. A breakfast like, pizza and this together? <laughs> it's perfect. What, what could go wrong? Dude, side of ranch, killing it. A side of ranch <laughs> with your breakfast pizza? <laughs> My God! No, that just reminded me of a meme that somebody sent me. Where like, you know, you're born in the Midwest, or no, you're not actually born in the Midwest. You emerged from corn craving. Casey's Pizza and Ranch. <laughs> wear a come and go t-shirt. Yeah, wear a come and go t-shirt. Exactly. I saw a guy wearing yeah. a come and go t-shirt on the street the other day. I'm like, Iowa? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I know. You're cool. I know. I know you. I know you. I know you. You can, you can hang out with me anytime you uh-huh. want to. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. If you haven't ever had Casey's Pizza, go get it. It's a gas station that started in oh. Iowa, and now it's in the Midwest. It's... Mm-hmm. It holds up wherever you go, dude. It's a lifesaver. People like make fun of you how much you talk about it, and then they try it. And they're like, and they're like oh, "I get it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now my wife was like made fun of me for years, like mm-hmm. a solid six years, <laughs> really, before she ever had <laughs> oh, it. No. And then she had breakfast pizza at Star. We were at Starved Rock for a wedding. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, let's get out of here. Let's go like get some coffee, like get some real coffee somewhere. Yeah. And there's a Casey's down the street. I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. we're gonna go here. I for know breakfast. exactly what Casey's you're talking about. Yeah. 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 And yeah. she's like, God. I'm like, just try it. And she like had it. And she's like. This is the best thing I've ever had in it's my life. It's good. Yeah. Now it's, we have to stop by at Casey's every time we drive by. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, that's like when you're when you're driving around all over the place and you're you know, you're just going through like kind of different smaller towns and things might look a little grimy sometimes you can always count on casey's <laughs> yeah. when you go in there because you're like i know it's going to be like clean and i know that like it's going to be like the food's going to be good obviously they've got amazing pizza yep. like you're going to be taken care of and if you're spending the night somewhere they're always going to have like at least one good craft beer in there from oh that totally area. yeah so yeah yeah go to wisconsin and get yourself some spotted cow mm-hmm. and some casey's pizza what a day it's perfect what a day. What more do you want? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Cody Road X, maybe. Probably. With these barrel like finishes, it. do you th- like? there's a lot of talk right now, and I've talked about it as well and supported this, where I think a lot of distilleries are doing finishes to cover up bad whiskey. Mm. Or like just not, maybe mm-hmm. not quality whiskey or trying to bring more flavor back into the profile. Um, Armagnac, obviously, you get... You get a sweet flavor from Armagnac and a different different way of fruits than you traditionally get with bourbons. Um, I, for me, I get, I get like a lot of leatheriness to it. Um, even like weird weird things like prune sometimes. What was your guys' intent about doing this series? Was it about trying something just new, or was it actually about trying to like the brand evolving into a category that not every distillery is doing it? It's it was definitely to do something new. Um, well, do something new for us. Not right. we're obviously not the pioneers in barrel finishes. Yeah. But it wasn't about like, overtaking the core products. No, right? no. It was nothing like that. It was really like, you know, what we we love our core whiskeys, Cody Road, Bourbon and Rye, but it was really like what's something fun that that we could do with it. And that's why Ryan and Garrett and Sean started this whole thing is because they want to do something fun. They want to do something cool. And if we're not going to do anything cool, like there's no point. <laughs> in right. this. You know, like the whole reason why we're doing this is to do like fun stuff. And so <laughs> they're like, outlook. they're like, yeah, we, we can get some barrels. Like, let's see what happens. We'll just lay some down, you know, kind of keep an eye on it. And yeah. then it, it's, 
it's selling. I mean, like it's taken off for us, so it's good. You know, like why why wouldn't we keep doing it what? at this point? Right, and I, lo- I love it at the price point too. Keeping it that way, where yeah. it's affordable for everybody to try. If you're a fan of the brand already, you don't have to like, bust the bank or go up twenty more dollars on right. a SKU just to get that into your house now and have it on your back shelf. Where and are you selling at the bars at all? Or not not really. I mean, like there's gonna be like some whiskey bars. Like I'm sure Miller's got some of these <laughs> over at Delano's. <laughs> He's dude, got a little he, bit of everything. Dude, he has like a whole library of our stuff. Over he, there. I'm sure he has like everything from you guys too. Well, and just recently. He, oh really? Well, uh, so Sally, his wife, like yeah. she likes twofold, but he never he never liked it. And then she tried it at Indie Spirits, and she's like, "Why don't we have this?" I'm like, <laughs> "Ask your husband right there." Yeah. Um, so, but he eventually took it on and I was like, if you buy, if you bring it on, I'll come buy a round of shots for the whole bar with it. Yeah. And so I did, <laughs> he like, made me do it. I'm yeah. Like, round of shots after I won that high life bucket over there. Yeah. On high life night. Oh last dude, week. that's a dope bucket. Yeah. I won it in a raffle with high life and nice. with high life night there last week. And I'm like, all right, a round of twofold for everybody. He's yeah. like, really? I'm like, yeah, I guess it was like 25 people, but you oh, know, yeah. like three quarter round shots. Oh, for sure. But, you know, Hey, you know, I think that's much more effective than like going into an account and spending like $200 or whatever exactly. and trying to get in there, like having dinner, having cocktails, mm-hmm. your card, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. We've all been there and you're like, all right, well I guess I work tonight, but what am I going to accomplish at the end of the day? Right. Whereas and you have a customer who's already built believing in your brand and then you're just reinforcing it and building with new customer base. So, yeah. And you've already got the juice to lips yep. and it was in a positive context where people are getting a free shot out of nowhere yeah. and, and they're like, Oh, this is awesome. And I made a speech. Yeah. Oh, you made a speech. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet it was incredible. <laughs> I think, I think I said Merry, Merry Christmas. High life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how else you would have ended it. I think that's perfect. Uh, yeah, so that's probably now our on-running joke. Um, oh, I think our, our next guest might be here. Oh, cool. Uh, um, let's just fully find. No, right we're, just, we're just we're just we're a podcast studio, I guess these days. Remember, yeah, you a are live studio. Um, no, I actually can't believe we've already recorded for like half an hour. Really? Yeah. We'll just, we'll just keep going. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, how about about uh, this other bottle that you brought by? Oh, so. I I brought um I brought our anniversary barrel from last year because I don't have this year's yet. Hintity hint hint. Um and so what they started doing is they started putting some little bit older whiskeys um into our original bottling and basically it's it's pretty interesting to see what um, a five-year bourbon is going to taste like inside a much smaller barrel. Right. And that's a whole other, that's just a whole other animal that you have to like kind of drive. I mean, with a larger barrel, you throw it in for a long time, you're going to expect that you're going to need it in there for a long time. But with a smaller barrel, things happen a lot more quickly. And so you're going to get some really interesting stuff coming out of there. Um, so this is our straight bourbon, but this is also 105. Um, it probably went in about like 108-ish. It's about 15% higher or so than usual. Roughly, yeah. But what's nice about these is that you definitely get a little more smoke on this, a little more I was of that just going to say, like it, yeah. It reminds me of like uh, like leather you'd smell in a yeah. barn. It's a, it's a very fancy 
whiskey. Ooh, very it's fancy. Very, whiskey. very. It's fancy in a fancier whiskey. bottle. It, it's we'll a take much a picture of it. Bottle. Yeah, we'll post a picture of it for sure. These are actually our original bottles. Really? Yeah, yeah. We we put all the whiskeys in. Well, we put bourbon, Cody Road bourbon, and Cody Road rye in these bottles. And for obviously, we we're on a podcast, so you can't see. But it's kind of reminiscent of like we'll post a, a picture of it. A whistle pig style bottle, yeah. a little bit. And so it looks really amazing on your back bar. Um, but as anyone from like a bartending background, like you don't ever want to have to make a cocktail with it. You well, know, I was going to say it's, so it's like, like a cognac bottle in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um, and so, uh, right, actually right around the time I started one of my first like kind of tasks was, uh, letting everyone know like, Hey, we're in a new bottle. Don't think that like you're getting the wrong stuff because they were like switching out from these old bottles to our current packaging, like right when I started. And so everybody, it was really interesting to see people's reactions because some people were like, dude, your old bottle is awesome. Like it looks so cool on my bar, blah, blah, blah. And then other people, usually like the liquor store manager was like, oh, sweet. It doesn't take up two <laughs> spots on the shelf. <laughs> right. You know? Or you have and your bottle go sideways like a library style. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, you, and you don't have any branding on the sides either. So you couldn't no. even see it. I'm sure that happened. Probably someone turned it. Oh, oh, of course. Right. Of course. And then, you know, bar people are like, oh, sweet. So this fits in my rail. Yep. And it's not going to, you know, get broken like a bottle of Grey Goose or, you know, some of those other notoriously breakable bottles in your rail. And it'll hold its own. And it still looks awesome. Beautiful. Love it. So. Can we take a quick break? Of course. And we're back. (laughs) And we're back. You can join us. Uh, And we're back. Anniversary barrel. Let's get into it. Let's get more into it. I was just tasting it. Um, the leatheriness, smokiness to it, for sure, is there um, compared to what I've had in the past from you guys, and then what we just tried from the experimental barrel. It's completely different. Obviously, the proof is going to bring it up when you're talking about fourteen to fifteen percentage points higher. Yeah. But uh, dare I say this is one of my favorite Cody Rhodes? Well, thank you so much, and I might agree with you actually. This, but this is only sold at the distillery. Yeah, this is a distillery only release, so they'll. I think this year's already went out. Um, I would have to double check that, but yeah, they go. They usually go pretty quick, and so now people just kind of, you know, they know what time of year it is, and so they'll line up and pick them all up. But yeah, this is one from last year's, and it's really interesting to see what um, that much time in a much smaller barrel does. Because as what size of the cask? Remember? So it's a thirty-gallon barrel. So. You're in, you know, industry standard. Most whiskeys, most of the big guys are using 53-gallon barrels. And so whenever you see age statements, it's usually based on that. And so one thing that we all get to do, or do you guys all use 53s or are you? Yeah, yeah. pretty okay. much. Ours are technically 59 because they're all like weird wine butts. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right so on. like technically they're 59 gallons, but yeah essentially okay yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure we have some experimental casts at 30 gallons we have some 15 gallon casts that we for very limited time offers but then we also have a ton of hogsheads and like okay you're talking about 100 gallon casts we have a bunch of those around too because we're you know relying on the wine industry so much got you <clears throat> yeah. yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense well yeah and so one thing that i've what part of my job is that i've got to sort of explain to people like yes it's you know a four year but it's in a much smaller barrel, so it's going to be doing different things than mm-hmm. what you're in your head thinking of right now because you're associating a 53-gallon barrel typically. And so 
people expect certain things to happen over, you know, four, four to six years in a 53, but having five years in a much smaller barrel, you're going to have some more interesting things like, you know, the leatheriness, yeah. you know, the smoke on all the other. Well, I commend you guys too, for going that distance, um, with that aging process, because it shows the progression of craft distilling because so many of the guys started off at the 30 gallon cast, 15 gallon cast. Mm-hmm. 10, 12 years ago, and we're barrel aging for 18 months to two years, but not really essentially explaining that process, explaining what that really does to the barrel. As we kind of all know, you're almost like uh, like whipping that barrel into shape really quickly. Yeah. 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 That bottle or the whiskey into shape really quickly um, that's inside that cast. But to go, to go four years on that, to exceed that expectation, which I think a lot of uh, knowledgeable whiskey drinkers have in their head about craft distilleries and smaller casts it just shows like hey this is where craft distilleries go- whiskey is going and it also kind of begs the question of do we need to have craft on distilleries now they've been around for 12 15 years mm-hmm. and they're doing their thing they have their approach and they're putting out great product but also making it affordable too right right yeah it's definitely a, a sort of a transitional period just as far as whiskey is concerned in general because i mean the the craft boom is really changing the game for everybody and and what one thing that it is doing is that it's kind of bringing in it's bringing in newer newer consumers and yeah. in, into this and it is a lot of people's gateway into whiskey but then there is still like i don't know if it's just like in our dna or something but there's still like all these memories of like what whiskey is like supposed to be like yeah. in the olden times with the larger barrels and these very particular you know kentucky flavor profiles and it's like this is uh this is a new thing this is a this is a new game like don't even really associate us with that stuff down there like, right this is something totally different right you're i mean like what you guys talk about too is your total representation of iowa you're you're using farms that are 25 miles away. Mm-hmm. Kentucky distilleries are using K- Kentucky farms that are 25 miles away or wherever in Kentucky. You know, like, right. obviously, they're sticking to local for the most part as much as a lot of them. Well, a lot of them are. They're holding that ethos true. But at the same time, like, you guys are an Iowa distillery doing your own thing. Yeah. Different climates, different winters to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're also in a river valley, <laughs> which yeah. is a totally different experience than being out in the middle of nowhere on a farm. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, we're our, our farmers are getting way different i mean the water literally every single metric you could put into it is just totally different across the board we had traverse city on um for one of our barrel picks and we're talking about how where they're at um up in michigan how the water keeps the temperature of the ground so much different from the rest of parts of Michigan and the temperature in the air as well. Like it affects it completely different, which although they are sourcing from MGP and talking about how they're getting barrels from MG from Indiana, you know, spending two or three years there and spending two or three years in Michigan and what they lose in angel share, what the flavors are getting out mm-hmm. of that. And that two to three year span are completely different because the environment in which they're aging side of. Yeah, exactly. Well, Iowa. I love it. <laughs> Iowa, science, whiskey, all yes. that all that great stuff. Um, well, it's awesome to see that you have something that's out in the market that's available for many people, and then you have something that's exclusive exclusive to your hometown supporters. Yes. That's very cool. Yeah, I, I love that about it. Um, where do you guys think you'll go with the X series? So we're we're basically gonna keep rocking it until it, until people don't want to drink it anymore. I mean, really, is is what it's come down to. Like, I've been able to do some tasting events with it, and like, you know, the most, like, the biggest one that we did more most recently was Indie Spirits, and so mm-hmm. it was really cool to see people's reactions there. But like, I haven't done. I mean, obviously, I haven't done like 
any Benny's tastings with it. So like, I don't know, like with the people in Geneva or Someday Arlington Heights <laughs> or whatever, like, no. And that's usually like, you know, I really do miss doing those because it was such a nice double whammy. Cause you could, yeah. you're, you're getting like feedback Direct instantly. Feedback, yep. And then also you're like educating the staff who have this gargantuan, you know, portfolio of stuff that they're selling to people. And it's like, that's your time to like, get with them and yeah. you're there for a couple hours and so you get to you know get to know them and also get to know like what else is selling what other people are doing right like, you know and so yeah i did my first uh in-store tasting like a week ago are you serious it was weird wow. i was like hey uh yeah i'm like so this is australian whiskey <laughs> would you like a sample madame <laughs> like it felt so weird i mean i've done a plenty of events recently um you know cover a few markets so it's like texas they don't give a crap at all like they're wide open but being back in a small independent retailer and having your little table there with like some stickers and some pins and like hey if you you buy one of our single barrels i'll I'll give you a cool hat Mm -hmm. (laughs) the snapback hat right there oh nice (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so worth it um but it's it's i hope hopefully we can get back into it i was really hoping we'd have a galena whiskey weekend this year but yeah doesn't look like it (sighs) no darn it Ah, no, yeah. it's not up on the website, and it would be about a month from now. So, but you know, maybe in the future. I'm sure Sean's bummed. About we could, that. That's we could still go up his. to Galena and just like you know, terrorize the Blum Brothers. Yeah, let's go say hi to Matt, and yeah, we'll yeah. we'll give Matt Brown a swirly. And yes. of course, well, we could do that course. without going to Galena. No, but it's like <laughs> it means more in Galena. Yeah, yeah. we actually <laughs> have really to drive to do it. You cuts, know, cuts deep in Galena. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Love that. Um, well. Sam, thanks for coming back. Uh, it's been Dude, far too thank long. Thank you so much. I yeah. really appreciate it. I, Anytime. Every, yeah, absolutely. If you need to get like just well, uh, I don't know how many people I should tell about this, but we uh, we should have the three year anniversary podcast in February. Just a blowout of amusement and okay. whiskey drinking and Doing hanging out in this tiny tiny room yeah. in this basement. <laughs> yeah, but you I'll be there. We did it in the we did it in the living room last year, and I sat in a cake. So uh, you know, okay, I, I ruined my wedding suit that way. Oh wow, nice. <laughs> I didn't ruin it. Just uh, ruined it for the night. But yeah, um, yeah, we'll have to figure that out. So we'll make sure if you're out there and you're listening to this, and you know February comes around and you're in Chicago, you just let us know. Yeah, we'll party. Slide in my DMs, baby. <laughs> Well, Sam, from everybody out in LeClaire, um, and you know, selling the good spirit of Cody Road and Mississippi River, appreciate it. Um, and, Dude, uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm glad we educated some people. We found out some things ourselves about the 12 days of Christmas. Today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I don't even know what I'm gonna do when I go home. I'm like, this Advent calendar's all wrong. This is. <laughs> no, Advent's, be, Advent's fine. Is it? I think Advent's fine. But, okay. Uh, yeah, just as well, I'm questioning, literally questioning everything now. Key in the Lake is here to make sure that we drink whiskey in the 12 correct days. Okay. Of single barrels. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, two ounces as opposed to one for the advent calendar. Okay. There we go. Okay, like right that. on. Yeah. For sure. Um, so for, that's and for all of you listening out there, that yeah. the advent calendar, I, I kind of fell short on that. I was a little busy with work this year, so mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. But um, to whoever who won, we're, we're announcing it today, as in December 14th, who won our mystery box giveaway that was in support of the Pat Timlin Foundation. Oh, sweet. But um, whoever won that, you know, as we're speaking in the future, congratulations to you. Nice. Congrats, future, <laughs> future person. person. You you won a really cool uh, box of a lot of merch from a lot of distilleries and a special Star Wars bottle. Oh. Dun, oh. Dun, dun, dun. Very cool. We never know how to end a podcast. 
Oh, it's all right. It's we okay. just like fade out. We'll just talk about Casey some more. All right, we'll fade just out. We'll fade out the music. <laughs> talk about sausage, breakfast, pizza. Yeah. Um, Sam, thanks again. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, we'll see you soon. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs>